I just got stuck in a bogey train. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Another Sunday. You know what that means? No, it's not NFL football. It's not anything like that. It's that means another episode of the Bogey Train, and uh, I've got with me just Jengs as of right now. Noah is—I uh, don't know—he's MIA. I don't know where he's at, but he's, um, he's off the grid somewhere down there in the uh, the old Georgia wilderness. Jengs, what's good, dude? Dude, not a not a whole lot. You know, just. Another week closer to the Super Bowl Sunday. Another week closer to the the NFL uh, NFL season being over. Um, another week closer to Christmas. You know, just counting down the days. It's almost May. School's almost done. Uh, when's the last time you've seen the uh, live action Grinch? The one with Jim Carrey. Uh, dude, I hate the Grinch. You do? Yeah, I'm not a Grinch guy. And that might be our our debate today. You know, just the Grinch in general or specifically that one? Just specifically that one. Like, you know, it just feels overplayed. Um, there's there's quite a few Christmas movies that I, I'm just not into, and I'm getting some strange looks from the corner over here. The one with Jim Carrey. Yeah. yeah. Not bad. Yeah. Um, like, I, I don't like the Polar wait, wait, Express. Wait, what, what was Lydia saying? Her Her mom doesn't like it either. See, I used to not like that one but then in the past few years i don't know my appreciation for it kind of kind of grew just because jim carrey is a one of a kind like he's pretty he's pretty hilarious in that movie oh he's he's a funny guy it's just you know the movie's just not good to me and, and well, there's a there's a lot of christmas movies that are just not great like yeah i hate the polar express i i'm with you there yep my my wife is not uh not thrilled about that opinion that i hold but for some reason, I just don't like that movie. Yeah, um, it was like it was like, hey, um, I know, like whoever made the movie, they're like, I, I know we want Tom Hanks in this movie, but like, which role should he play? And then they were just like, yes, yeah, you know, it's it's just you know not one of my favorites. Um, last year was the first time I ever saw uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. I like that one. Um, I can't. Which Lydia. one is which one is is that the one with like the one like Chevy Chase and Okay, and he puts up all the Christmas lights. Yeah, yeah. And there's all the, his weirdo family that are there. Yeah, his whole family's there and it's just like okay. a bunch of problems going on. Um See, I, I still like can't one. tell if I like that movie or hate that movie. I, I like the Christmas story. Uh just you know, the classic that's on for twenty four hours on Christmas Day with Ralphie and his Red Rider BB gun. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they just they released another one this week. It's a Christmas story, Christmas. It's like he he's an adult now, and he he goes back home. Really? And so yeah, that was pretty good. We watched that the other night. Um, I have a newfound appreciation for the movie "It's a Wonderful Life." Lydia got me hooked on that one. I have never seen that. It's it's a good one. You know, I at first I thought it was kind of cringe, and then kind of the more you watch it. It kind of gets better and better every time. So here's the thing with Christmas movies. Like growing up, I there was a lot of Christmas movies that I really, you know, really enjoyed. But if there were like new newer Christmas movies that come out these days, like I just don't know if I can I can only see a Christmas movie and be like, yes, I really need to watch that. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's just different now, you know, when you get old. Um, it really is. And I'm try I try to put myself like if I was a producer or a director and I'm trying to make a Christmas movie, like how do you even come up with a plot that hasn't been written? Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, they're all, they're all targeted to, to smaller children. It's uh it's tough unless it's like the, unless it's the the cheesy like Hallmark types when it's yeah. like like more of like a romance type, but they they could make like a, a Christmas movie where everybody in the movie just like you know goes out on Christmas Eve gets absolutely hammered. It's like the Hangover. They could make like a Hangover Christmas, and that would be tailored to adults. <laughs> um. Then it's like, yeah, that is like, is it a Christmas movie? I don't, I don't oh, yeah, know. Maybe, maybe it, we it's can. Set on Christmas. So do we, do we dive deeper into this right now or do, do we wait a few weeks? I think we wait, you know, we haven't even hit Thanksgiving yet. So I think we got to wait to talk okay. more about Christmas. Okay. Oh, geez. Uh, so it's been about a week uh, since we talked last. Anything, anything significant that, uh, that you need to update us on? Uh, you know, just just TGC Tour, you know, some big, big changes happening. Big update came out this week on PGA 2K23. That Yeah, should we go right into that now? Yeah, let's, that. let's get into it. Yeah. Um, so, big update came out this week. They they had some nicenesses. Um, they locked the mobile balls finally in society. So, you know, you can just set it to a default. That way everyone's playing the same ball. That's cool. I'm excited about that. Didn't um, I say that they were going to be doing that sometime in the... I, I think you mentioned it was a prediction that we had that it would be... But It just kind of seemed like... I don't know. It seemed like a logical thing to do, especially, you know, some of the those really competitive societies, things like that, yeah, but... Yeah. Yeah, so they hit that... And a that when that same update out, they they changed it so you cannot chip out of the bunkers anymore. I know. I found. I that am out. upset about. I am upset about. I think locked it to splash only. Maybe flop is still allowed. No, I haven't played since. But I think. I think. I think chip. any. I think any shot except chip. Really. Yeah, because I. It was my. I didn't. I mean, I knew there was an update, but I didn't know anything specifically about it, and then. I was just in, I think I was doing a career mode or something. And, uh, yeah, I was just in a bunker and I just was pushing the buttons like over and over and over. I'm like, am I stupid or blind? Like I'm not seeing the chip shot here. And then I, Oh, they must've, they must've, I don't know. realized that's what everyone was using out of the bunker. Yeah. Yeah. So. It, it did sound like they made the, uh, the splash much easier. Um, but I haven't, haven't messed with it really at all yet uh, to see. So when we play some practice rounds here today and tomorrow for this week's tournament, we'll, uh, we'll test that out a little bit more. Uh, so have you played any, any events between then and now? No. Okay. No, I just, just one event last week, the first one. Uh, did end up missing the cut. We kind of talked about that live on the podcast. Yep. Did end up missing the cut, boo. Um, disappointing start to the year, but 
you know, we'll wait back. We got a, another chance week. I, I am very upset. You know, here's, we're just, it's week one and we're already back to people just shooting remarkably stupid low scores. Uh, the winning score on CC in week was 51 under, which is, is kind of disappointing for me because that's just, you know, it's a score I don't feel is really achievable for me right now. I just feel like I have no chance of competing because uh, that's what the what this guy shoot 58, 57, 64, 57. Yeah. Um, and I don't think I broke 60 once in in the life cycle game. So I just, you know, kind of disappointing. Feel like I can't compete, but. And that's the thing. Like that's, that's PGA 2K21 scores. Yeah. You know, I I feel like, I feel like the new game is at least a few shots harder. Like you can't Mm -hmm. just. Yeah. And it's, and qual like the qualifier last week. Oh, CCA on CCA shot between 28 and 26 under in the qualifier. So, you know, it was pretty close. And then you just have this wide range of, you know, you got guys shooting 51 and then the score of people who made the cut was 18. So you've just got this wide range now. Uh, for my four rounds, I did play on three and four. I ended up shooting 30. You know, even if I would have made the cut, I still wouldn't have even been remotely close. Uh, it would have put me in like 50th or something. So it's, mm. yeah, that's, that's like, that's tough. You got to birdie every hole, you know, that's, yeah, it, it's, I mean, 50, 51, me basically just shooting 18 under every round and then making three bows in the final round. It's just like, it's, it's tough. It's tough there. Uh, how many, uh, I wonder when you score on. Platt was there. What's that? This week. I said the winning score on Platinum was this week. What would be your guess? Oh, that's not, not super. 60, 60 under. I That's still lower than I thought. I thought it was still going to be in the 50 range. First but. round. First round uh, guy got 52. Oh, my goodness. That's With not a even. On a part five. That's, what, this is just. remote it's just stupid yeah see that's the sort of thing that makes me like i don't even want to get into it now you know make me want to just like you know withdraw from a bunch of tournaments and just move down to like ccl and just win a bunch of tournaments you know you know if we could uh if we could sort of build our base of listeners we could start a uh the bogey train society be pretty sick we could that'd be that'd be sweet I don't know. We might have to work on that. I think we might know enough people. Yeah. We had like five. That's it was like a... when I started, started my one society last year. We had like five people join. I played two events. I think I was you and I were in the same society like right kind of after uh, 21 came out, but we only did like one event and then gave up. Yeah, it was the one with like you, me, and Drew, and Sam... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know who was all in it, but yeah, we we gave up on that idea pretty quick. Yeah, it didn't last long. Outside hmm. of that, though, I don't really have anything on on PGA. Um, 
Yeah, I didn't know. Uh, I didn't know if there was an event that you had done between then and now. But is that later today, or is or yep, w- I'll when probably, do you do that? I'll, I usually try and play them on Sundays. Um, I might not play it today just because, you know, with the only using the splash out of the bunker, I kind of want to work on that a little bit. So I might try and play it tomorrow. Um, but we'll see. Hopefully we make cut this week. We were only two shots off the cut line. So, you know, we we're close at least. It's out there. Um, okay. Well, Noah's not here yet, If assuming he does show up. Um, yeah, we can just get into, like, the some of the pro golf stuff because he probably wasn't paying that attention to that anyway. So, uh, the biggest tournament of the weekend uh, was definitely the DP World Tour Championship in – is that in UAE, I think? I believe it is uh, Dubai, isn't it? Yes. Yep. So John Rahm gets it done there. So good for him, I guess. Yeah, heck of a week. Obviously, this kind of, you know, is on overnight, so I didn't see any of it live. I just was following uh, sort of the DP World Tour social media, and I was checking the leaderboards every now and again. But let's see. I'm actually going to bring up the final leaderboard. Oh, so John Rahm won. But Roy McIlroy won the DP World Tour number one. Yes. Yep. So it's like back when the winner of the Tour Championship and the FedEx Cup could be different players. Okay. So, yep. John Rahm wins at 20 under. He was, I mean, he was just playing phenomenal all week. Shout out to Alex Noren. Alex Noren, 18 under. Um, yeah, so John Rahm. Shout out. John Rahm was uh, it seemed like he was struggling for a lot of the year, maybe just not making as many putts as he was last year. Um, just wasn't quite the same John Rahm as 2021, but then these past couple of months he really uh, turned it around and was playing a lot better and has ended up with three worldwide wins on the on the year. I know one of them was the Spanish Open. One of them was this week, obviously, the DP World Tour Championship, and I can't remember what the third was. I'm trying to uh, try and hear, but um, 2022. Oh, did he win? Uh, he won the, the Mexico oh, Open. That was Shane Lowry that won the went at one at Wentworth. Um, DP World Tour Championship and just the Spanish Open are the only two. You just had the the Mexican, the Mexico Open in May. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I forgot about that. I forgot that event even existed. I don't know if I've ever heard of it. So, have you been hearing about some of this John Rahm stuff? Uh he has he, he's been a little a little vocal about some things here and there recently. Um, I don't think he's a huge fan of the new structure on the PGA Tour with a certain amount of you know all these elevated events that they're required to play in. 
Yeah. Because, because, you know, there's a certain amount of international events he wants to play too. And then at a certain point that gets tough with scheduling. Yeah. For a guy like, you know, John Rahm or Rory who, who does play these worldwide events. Like, you know, these are, these are European guys who enjoy playing this European tour. Um, you know, it, it makes it harder for them because, you know, when you have these, these elevated events, you have, you know, six, what is it? Six of them. No, I think there's a lot more more than that. I think there's, I mean, including the majors, I think is definitely double digits, maybe like 14 of them or so. Yeah. Yeah. But you have all these elevated events. I mean, that, that just cuts into the amount of time you can either take off or the amount of worldwide events that you can play. Yeah. And I think the, Uh, the way it works is you have to play in all of the elevated events and then three others that aren't elevated. Yeah. I think that's how it works. So then, you know, you're darn near 20 events you have to play. Yeah, and that's each, I think each. that's around what like a tour pro tries to play a year is. Yeah, and especially events. especially for the European guys because you have to have a certain amount of starts on the DP World Tour to be eligible for the Ryder Cup. So, yeah, and that that doesn't include two people who are trying to qualify for maybe the PIP because there's a little thing in there too that if you if you qualify for the PIP or you want to qualify, you have to play. It's like three new events right. that you haven't didn't play the year prior. So I mean, that's just again three three more events that you're adding in. It's twenty five events or so. Yeah, just on and, the PGA Tour. And I still think it's a net positive. I mean, what they're trying to accomplish is you know, putting out a better entertainment product, which means having all the best players in the world competing against each other more often. So I, you know, I looks like they're going to accomplish that, but there are some, some drawbacks, like we're saying just with the, with scheduling, if you were one of the players, it definitely takes, takes away some of your, you know, freedom to make your own schedule. Yeah. But, Uh, and then from Noah Johnson as well, he will be on in about 10 minutes time. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that. Uh, I'm not holding my breath, but we'll see what happens. Um, also, did you see John Rahm's comments about the official world golf ranking? I did not see those either. So going into this week, uh, so there's on the PGA Tour, there's the RSM that's in Sea Island, Georgia. Is that right? I think yeah, that sounds right. That sounds right. Um, and it's not a great field, as you can imagine. A fall event, especially with a huge event like the DP World Tour Championship, opposite it. And, but John Rahm had some comments earlier in the week because actually the winner of this week's event on the PGA Tour gets more world ranking points than the winner of the DP World Tour Championship. And John, you know, wasn't is not happy about that and said. Actually, in the statement, he used the word laughable, I think, five or six times. So, yeah, that's, that's I, definitely it's, interesting. It's, yeah, it's definitely not a good look. Like, uh, just looking at the leaderboard here, so John Rahm, Tyrrell Hatton, uh, and this is just going down. I'm not even skipping anybody. John Rahm, Tyrrell Hatton, Alex Noren, Rory McElroy, Tommy Fleetwood, and Matthew Fitzpatrick would be the top six players on the leaderboard. And it, I definitely get where he's coming from. It's not a good look for the winner of the PGA Tour. I'm going to bring up that leaderboard here. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. It's right now. It's uh, Callum Terran, Seamus Power, Saif Tagala. Uh, they're the top three, but 
I mean, outside of that, like kind of big names that you have, Harry Higgs is in there, Kevin Kisner. Justin and Harry Rose. Higgs Harry Higgs doesn't even have tour status. Also, I'm surprised yeah, Justin Akshay, Rose is playing like, in this and not uh, in Dubai. Yeah, these are these are some names, like not really high-ranking names. Yeah, so, so I, I definitely get going how, based on strength uh, of field and things. It's like not that. a very good look, but the way the new system works for the OWGR, the size of the field uh, matters significantly, and there were only fifty players in the field in Dubai, and the PGA Tour event is a full field, so I think that's where uh, that calculation comes from, and and I was also looking into it a little bit further. And I think the case is, so the winner of this event on the PGA tour versus the winner of the DP world tour championship is, uh, so obviously the PGA tour is more, but I think as you go down the leaderboard, then it dilutes faster on the PGA tour than on the DP. So for example, like someone who might have finished 10th, I think there's either not as great a discrepancy or you might even get more points for the DP World Tour. So I, I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know how their whole algorithm works, but it's definitely not as straightforward as John Rahm is probably trying to make it out, but it's still not a very good look. Yeah, that'd be an interesting question too, like with the, the Tour Championship, how that's only 30 players, like how that compares to whatever the DP World event is that same week. Mm-hmm. You know, who who gets more in that scenario or something like that. Yeah, that's true. That'd be interesting to look at. Um, yeah, because then it's like, well, you know, you qu- the play all the players that are in that field qualified to get there because they had such a great season. So maybe, yeah. you know, it should be worth more than any old 30-player event, but also same deal for the DP World Tour Championship. I mean, that was, as far as I know, just the top 50 in their standings, I guess. Yeah, I think it's their race to do my money rankings. So, um yeah, so just with John Rahm voicing some of his uh, some of his opinions on these official world golf ranking and PGA Tour related matters, some people are thinking he's next to live. Um, I think he's definitely friendlier to live than a lot of other guys. Like for example, a, f- a few weeks ago when he won the Spanish Open, he congratulated Eugenio Shakara on him winning in Thailand, mm-hmm. and so. I mean, at this point, I still I think Rom is still PGA Tour, like as as far as I know. But I definitely see where uh, some of the rumors are coming from. But at this point, yeah, that's it's definitely uh, you know less anti live than some of the other guys out there, like a uh, Justin Thomas or a uh, Rory McIlroy. Yeah, who you know often have these comments that you know, go very negative towards live. Uh, you don't really see a lot of that with John Rahm. Um, I don't know. Maybe some of it comes from maybe like Sergio. Uh, yeah. Like, cause him and Sergio were, were always really close, uh, both being from Spain and things like that. So. Ryder cup partners. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also in other news, as far as live rumors go, uh, Xander Shoffley, we talked about him last week. There were heavy, heavy rumors, him and uh, Patrick Cantlay both linked to live. And, you know, supposedly Cantlay was like almost a done deal and all this stuff. Well, 
uh, Xander Shoffley was on the No Laying Up podcast this week. Came out on Wednesday, I think, and he just said straight up, "That's all. That's nonsense." So um, he wasn't really speaking for Cantlay per se, but as far as Xander goes, he is uh, no plans to leave the PGA Tour at this point. So. Yeah, and, you know, with that, I kind of take that with a grain of salt because, you know, when this first batch of live rumors started, you know, eight, ten months ago, and there's all these names that are supposedly linked, there was really not one of them that just straight came out and was like, oh, yeah, this is, like, I'm joining live. All of them were like, you know, that's that's not true, or I'm keeping my options open, yada, yada, yada. So... You know, it's kind of kind of tough to just hear Xander say that and believe him. Um, I personally never really thought Xander was going to go. You know, Cantlay, I wouldn't have been surprised. Uh, still wouldn't be surprised. But Xander was always kind of the one out of that list of names there that was just like, yeah, you know, I don't, I don't think so. You know, he's had a lot, lot going for him on the PGA Tour. You know, he might not be winning as much as he wants to. Uh, but he's had a couple good, you know, he did win, he did, yeah, and he did win back to back events this past summer. So, yeah. So, you know, I, I could see him being one who really wouldn't want to give up the, the Ryder Cup eligibility. Uh, and that's also, those. and that's also to be determined how the United States is going to go about that. Obviously, uh, the live guys aren't accumulating points to qualify but there's nothing that would prevent them from being a captain's pick mm-hmm. at this point because the Ryder cup on the USA side isn't necessarily tied to the PGA tour. Whereas on the European side, like the European Ryder cup team is run by the DP world tour. Yeah. So that's why you have to have DP world tour membership and play a certain amount of events to be on team Europe. But the USA side, it's run by the PGA of America rather than the PGA tour. Isn't, Oh, it is the P. I thought it was the USGA for some reason, but yeah, you're right. So, like for example, say if Cantlay went or something, like that wouldn't necessarily mean he couldn't be on the Ryder Cup team, but it's possible, like a captain's pick. But I still don't think uh, Zach Johnson would do that. So, the uh, the President's Cup's run by the PGA Tour, right? Yes. Okay, that's what I thought. Yep. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I haven't, I haven't seen any of what's going on at RSM other than literally just the leaderboard. Uh, I don't think we need to get into it really. I mean, Seamus power continues to play really well. He's in solo second. Yeah. These, uh, I think he's currently number one in the FedEx cup too. Yeah, that sounds right. Looking Even, at the top of this leaderboard, I'm hoping that either Callum Terran or Scythe can can pull this one out. I I wouldn't um, mind seeing David Lingmurth do it, uh, just because I mean he's he's had he's had a tough career and he you know he works really hard. He lost his card for a number of years and he was able to get it back. And uh, yeah, he's near the top of leaderboards. So that'd be a pretty cool story. But yeah, I'll, maybe even like a uh, just losses and Cole Hammer like if Cole Hammer can what, what's what's he finish. at right now oh shoot he's right there yeah he's tied third he's at 14 yeah yeah um I was gonna mention Taylor Montgomery and then he just made a bogey so he really kind of knocked himself further out of it than he already was but you know there's there's some names up there that you would like to see win 
you know, Seamus Power again, Calum Terran, really that entire top five, uh, you know, wouldn't really mind seeing any of them win this one today. Yep, but that is still in progress. So we, uh, at the time of recording, have uh, we can't speak to the final outcome, but can't speak to the winner yet. Seamus Power, though, he, look out! He might be uh, he might be on the European Ryder Cup team next year. Yeah. All right, all of that stuff out of the way. So we've got a couple things we're going to do today. So. This is our. This is going to be our last episode before Thanksgiving. So this is basically our Thanksgiving episode. Um, you got you got big plans for Thanksgiving? Oh, actually, you do. Let's let's I hear do. it. I'm uh, you know, going to be packing up, heading to the the Viking or not the Viking? Yeah, the Vikings Patriots game in in uh, Minneapolis on Thursday. So and uh, so, yeah, excited for that. As much as I want you to have a great time at your first NFL game, you know I'm a I'm a Vikings guy. You're a Patriots guy. You know I don't I, I don't know I don't know how 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 much I can give you in terms of well wishes. Uh, here here's my standpoint on this. You know Vikings have basically wrapped up a playoff spot already. Patriots are still in the fight, so you know you can just give the Patriots a little bit of love. See the thing Maybe is though, Kirk to take it easy, throw a couple picks. Ever since the NFL changed the first round by from the one and two seed to just the one seed, you know, you can't, you got, you got to win every game, you know, with the Vikings yeah. and the Eagles. You don't, you, you don't need the buy though. You, the first round by and home field no. advantage. Those are, those no, are massive. Just not, so just they not get, necessary. They got to go all in every week. You know, the Eagles just got to drop one more game and the Vikings went out, go 16 and one. And uh, and then the the road to the Super Bowl goes through Minneapolis. Yeah, so. I did. Uh, I did just remember I wanted to issue a little bit of a a correction from last week's Bogey slash Trainee Awards. Um, we had the the trainee for the Mono- Mr. Monopoly Monopoly Man Award, uh, which was given to Dustin Johnson. Well, uh, that that award was falsely given. Uh, there was some information that was left out, and turns out that the actual winner of the the trainee for Mr. Monopoly Man goes Roy McIlroy. Oh wow! Um, yep he he was the second place in the pip. He won the FedEx Cup, uh, and that money was just not added into his his accumulation for the award. So he did surpass Dustin Johnson in money earned last year. So Roy McIlroy, sorry for last week, um, but here is your official victory for Mr. Monopoly, Monopoly man of the year. See, here's the thing. Okay. Congrats to Rory because you, you, you are, you have the final say on this. So this is sort of a, uh, Steve Harvey moment, you know? Yeah, it uh, is. It is. I have to apologize, you know, like, but it, at least in, out of the kindness of my heart, at least I'm taking it away from a live guy being DJ, you know, he, he doesn't really care. He's probably, so hooked up on zoomies and rivers right now that he just doesn't even know that he won the award. Uh, and I know this is something that Rory was really striving for this year is he wanted to be the monopoly man. So, you know, but if, if I recall correctly, I think one of your, uh, one of your little caveats in the description was making a lot of money for not doing much. 
And and I think on a uh, per shot basis, I do think Dustin Johnson still may have may have edged him out just because yeah. you know his his events are more few and far between, and also three rounds rather than four. You know, I mean, you I, might, you I might think on a right. per round per shot basis and per time practicing, I imagine uh, I imagine DJ is still the winner. No, so so here's what we're gonna do. We are going to officially declare both. Rory McIlroy and Dustin Johnson are co-Mr. Monopoly Man you know, of the Year award. Winners. Frankly, I think Tiger could have been in there too because talk oh. about making a lot of money for not doing – I mean, Tiger no. played – He, he won think, his two, own award. Um, uh, in 2022, let's see, how many competitive rounds to this point has he played? He played four rounds at Augusta, three rounds at the PGA, and two rounds at the Open. That is ten round or nine rounds total. Nine rounds, and he won the pip. Yeah. So um, I think that has to he, be a consideration. He won his own award already, so I'm not going to add him into this one. You know, he was okay. the driver of the year, um, <laughs> which that award has officially been renamed to the Tiger Woods Drive to Survive Driver of the Year Award. Okay, all right. So, so congratulations to Tiger on that one again. Um, okay, and. Gosh, that uh, that brings me to a much less funny update. Uh, so last week, oh gosh, <laughs> I know what this is. So last last week, I gave uh, a very grateful Scotty Shuffler <laughs> the inaugural <laughs> Jay Leno Award, and. Uh, just tragically, a couple days later, I found out that uh, Jay Leno was significantly injured in a car fire. Uh, I think he was working on – he. W- it wasn't like a car accident. He was working on one of his cars, I think, because he collects cars and a gasoline fire, and his hands and face were reportedly very significantly burned. Uh, looks like he's going to be okay. He's in good spirits from what I hear, but I uh, I didn't feel good about – reading that but i didn't you know i I don't think i did anything to uh to slight jay leno it just was it just was not great timing very very poor timing yeah so um i was gonna make a joke but i uh i will leave it out so um yeah i I was gonna say that maybe we might have to revoke that award and give it to you know sloth from the goonies or something like that oh my gosh so yeah that's that's a tough that's it's it's it pains me to give that update this week but truly unfortunate uh man uh wishing wishing jay leno all the best and wishing him a full recovery and just very glad to hear that he's that he's in good spirits despite everything that has gone on in the past few days so uh very, very warm welcome to uh to noah jay guys yeah made it made it into the podcast yeah good guys, timing ha- uh, guys happy sunday happy sunday to noah, you i'm you are, thrilled to be noah, here what you just came into we were giving some updates on our award show last week um uh the the mr monopoly man award there was some information that came out later, you know, with Rory's tour championship victory, which put him into a tie with Dustin Johnson for the Monopoly Man Award. Um, and then also, you know, Nick gave an update on his Jay Leno wait, Award. Wait, wait. So did we have to contact Dustin Johnson and take his award away from him? Award away from him? 
No, they'll, yeah, they'll just share. Sort we'll, of a, we'll make another one. We'll make another. <laughs> no, one. it was sort of a Steve Harvey moment from was that Miss America a few years ago or yeah, Miss, it was Universe? Miss Universe? Yeah, yeah. So you know, Jaden, uh, he really uh, stopped at whatever stopped what he was doing, made everyone pay attention, and said, "I have to apologize." So. <laughs> Jaden, that's no. bad. That's bad cred for the bogey train. That's no, bad street no. cred for us. No, I think it's it's the opposite. Oh, actually, the bad, um, the bad in, street cred is what Nick did. <laughs> One video. Yeah, no. Okay, we'll we'll get to that. Uh, but you know, I think it I think it shows the character that we have here. That in light of new evidence, we are willing to uh, go back and make corrections. You know, we don't just. Yeah, I think that you know, that shows uh, the sort of. Uh, the sort of commitment to the truth that we have we, going on. We here. take accountability for, for what we do wrong. Exactly. We take accountability. And uh, yeah, and, the, and we don't need to go into all the detail because uh, we just told the listeners. But since since Noah J just showed up, uh, so a couple days after uh, giving Scotty Shuffler the acclaimed Jay Leno Award, uh, I think it was two days after that, two or three days. Uh, Jay Leno actually was significantly injured and burned in a car fire. So, uh, yeah. So like coincidence, I think not. Well, I, I think it was horrible timing, but it's great to hear that, uh, he's in good spirits, like I said, and, uh, you know, just, just wishing the best to Jay Leno and, mm-hmm. uh, or maybe, maybe he'll win the Jay Leno award next year, you know, comeback player of the year, possibly. There's always next so, year, you know, he, it is. It does put him in contention for the the driver of the year next year. Um, it didn't. True. It didn't. It didn't happen it was, while it driving. Was not, it was not while driving, but uh, still, you know, he's playing. He's playing the long game. We we have an early nominee for next year. Okay, geez, uh, that's tough. But know what? We we pushed off some of the some of the uh, good conversation until you got here. So good. All right, so it's Thanksgiving week, right? Yeah, this you is, better this is, you better wait for me for the, yeah, the good stuff. Yeah, this is it's Thanksgiving week. Uh, okay, and it's our last episode before Thanksgiving. First of all, you got any big plans? I mean, we talked we talked to Jenks. He's got some plans. Sure. I uh, do. No, I'm I'm a busy guy. People to see and places to be. I'm going up to North Carolina and Virginia for Thanksgiving. I've got some family friends. Shout out to the Pattons. If you're listening, I know you are. Thanks for hosting me for Thanksgiving. Can't wait to hang out with you guys, eat some birds, you know, talk football. Can't you're not going. You're not going back to Minnesota for Thanksgiving. Not, not for Thanksgiving, bro. No, Dude, Papa going John to... is going to be devastated. But <laughs> you're John. going to General George S. Patton's for Thanksgiving. <laughs> well, there's no way of knowing for sure, but it's at the Pat. It's actually you're going to Patton uh, Oswalds for Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah, he's a G. He's Remy from Ratatouille. <laughs> Um, but I'm, I'm seeing some friends then in, uh, North Carolina and Virginia. Um, so that'll be a good time. And then I'm going home for Christmas. Um, there you go. Okay. I've been dreaming of a white Christmas. Well, like we're, we're getting a white Thanksgiving. So shout out to, shout out to the Johnsons, my parents for hosting me for, for Christmas. The Johns. So are you going to be going back to, uh, Jackson Hartsfield Air is that what it is? The Hearts Hartsfield hyphen Jackson Airport International. Yeah. Yeah. There's so, a lot of words there. And yeah, a so are, are you gonna be uh, are you gonna be making another appearance there? No, not for a while. I'm driving oh, up to North Carolina. You're driving up to hours. North Carolina, okay. Yep, and I'm driving back home as well because I'm gonna be home for like a month. 
Okay. And I also want to pick up my bike so I can. So what vehicle do you have down there? I've got the Ranger. Did you did you know I have a Ranger? No, I didn't. I, well, I was just making sure for your own oh, safety. Ranger. I was making sure for your own safety that you're not driving cross country in the oh, CRV. Yeah, I wouldn't drive the CRV over 25 miles an hour. Residential roads only for that vehicle. <laughs> you know, Noah, while you're uh, while you're back home, we might have to get the band together, meet in the middle, and record a live podcast together. All right, I would be super down. Let's get some let's get some viewers there too. And by, meet in the middle, and by meet in the middle, it means you drive to Watertown. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Between, I, I'm not going anywhere. I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, it still would be a drive for me. I'm, I'm not. You can film it at the I'm water, a, uh, high hour and a half away now, but. <laughs> I w- well, we'll see. I would be down, but I don't. I'll be up for like a month. So there's, there's a chance I can swing down or something. We can, we can see. It'd be sick. Uh, okay. Play a little simulator golf while you're here too. Well, so you guys come up. We can use the Northwestern simulator. That that's the best play. Oh, we could record an episode we, in the. We can get some content there. there. Yep. We oh can get we gosh. can get Coach Ani on an episode. He's around. Oh, that would actually be pretty. And sick. then and then get some get some golf swings in. That'd be a good time. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. But uh, all right, James, just up, update him real quick on what your Thanksgiving plans are. I'm going to the Vikings Patriots game on Thursday night. Uh, at the bank. At the bank. Let's go. But Patriots are gonna come in. We're gonna rob the bank. That's what we're gonna do. So shut up, dude. Shut. Up. Did you watch? Did you watch the Vikings play the Bills, dude? I yeah. have been chirping the Vikings. I've got a couple. I won't name their names here, but I have a couple friends who are big Vikings fans, <clears throat> and I've been chirping a couple of them. Um. <laughs> I love how Vikings, you're a you're a Vikings fan when you want to be, and then no, when you no, want to no, make fun no, of a no, Vikings no, fan, you're not so, a Vikings fan. <laughs> I am a Vikings fan. I am a Vikings by the definition of they're like I cheer for them when they play. I want them to win. They're like my number two team for sure. Well, then you can't the use Dolphins. we after I, yeah, game last week. Noah, I after them. the game We've last week, this. you were saying, "Oh, I thought we were going to win, and then I thought we were going to lose, and then I thought you can't use we." What am I supposed to say? You? I'm not going to say you. you can I'm say the Vikings. Fan. You can say the Vikings. <laughs> I'm going to say we. I'm going to say we because I'm a fan and I'm cheering for them. All right, but but I've been chirping. I've been chirping Vikings fans, and I'm I'm still like I'm still will will be like. I can't argue with what they've done. You can't argue with what they just did against the Bills. Like you can cheer for the Patriots, but they're gonna get they're gonna get swamped. They're gonna get run over like dry snow on train tracks with a train barreling through. That's how that's how the Vikings are gonna run through the Patriots in is, that game. Is there such thing as dry snow? Because isn't snow a liquid? Actually, no. I, I think it would be no. It's a solid because it's frozen. It's not a solid. Snow yeah. is a, ice snow is, is a solid. No, it's ice, buddy. Yeah, it's not ice. It's it, snow. It, it's tiny pieces of it's ice. Little, it's little snow. It's little ice. Flakes. It's like a crystallized water droplet. That's okay, ice. crystallized. <laughs> That's a solid. <laughs> That's literally what ice is. Snow is a solid. Just looked up live on the podcast. And you can, you can make snow wet by adding water. Or melting it. Back. Is water is water wet? No, we've no. been over this. Water I don't know if we've wet. been over that on this podcast, but have we? I think we have. 
Well, we not on this we don't one. Need to. That, we had other debates to get to. Water, water makes things wet. Yeah, we That's do. Yeah, we, we got to get to some of, the, some of the main events here. But this hey, is yeah, good. This is good. Yeah, he thinks he can just show up like 45 minutes late and then just take up all the airspace. Oh, I'm late? Sorry, guys. He doesn't even know we started recording yet. <laughs> uh, okay. So first, we're doing the Mount Rushmore of Thanksgiving food. Ooh. That's good. So, do so, we each have to, we each have our own Mount? We can't, you know. Pardon my take. Does Mount Rushmore? I don't know if we can call it Mount Rushmore. Yeah, we can. Okay. I've been to Mount Rushmore. Has I Big Cat to... been to Mount Rushmore? Probably not. So yeah, he can back off. Uh, maybe he has. I don't know. It's entirely possible. But that's is my it, state. So is um, it, isn't Mount Rushmore the capital of South Dakota? It is. You're right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Mount Rushmore um, is actually where the governor lives. So. <laughs> So I, so Mount, I saw it in that Mount movie Rushmore. with Nicolas Cage. Yeah, there's actually a bunch of treasure in there, too. Right inside in, Mount Rushmore. In, in the lake that is right behind Mount Rushmore. That yeah, is not actually cool. right behind Mount Rushmore. Yeah, they're like, what, like 50 miles apart in real life or something? It's, I, I don't think it's quite 50. I think it's like 25. It's, it, yeah. It's, mm, I don't know. Have you seen the movie? It's pretty close. It's I've great, seen the movie, I've but I've been, also I've been, been to on both, those lake, rocks. both locations. Yeah, I've been on those rocks. I'm telling well, you, the, it is not the camera. Near Mount the Rushmore. camera takes away a couple miles. Turns so out, when you put your hand in that hole that they found, there's actually no lever you can pull to open up a trap door. It's actually just rattlesnakes. So, oh, okay. Actually, so I was talking with a guy recently that rattlesnake hunts. Really? Yep. Um, just Fine. to clarify for the Mount Rushmore before we get started here. When one of us picks, it's off the table for everybody, correct? Uh, okay. We're drafting? Well, then we have yeah, to do it like, like a, a draft. draft it's like a draft. Okay. So that means we're going to pick 12 different Thanksgiving foods. I don't know if correct. I can. Oh, yeah. I think, I think we can do that. I think we can okay. do that. All right. Let's, I mean, you could do, you could do like a, a protein, cool. a dessert, a side, and then a random. Yeah, there's a. Yeah, you can okay. do whatever you want. I, I, this is going to be tough, but I think we can do it. Let's do it. Okay. Uh, ooh, who goes first? Uh, you know what, yeah. Jengs, Jengs, you can go first. You want me to go time. first? Yep. All right, yep. all right, I'll take first. 1-1. One, one. Um, this might surprise some people because, you know, you affiliate Thanksgiving with being Turkey Day. Mm-hmm. But 1-1, one, one, I'm going to take ham. That's, that's not, I don't, I, yeah, I respect that. I'm going to take ham first overall. Okay, you know, now. Can we, get, can we get an explanation? Yeah, you know, uh, between ham and turkey, uh, you know, they're the two major proteins of Thanksgiving. Um, and turkey can just be bad, you know? Like, turkey can get dry. That's I, fair. That's, that's very and true. And if you have a dry turkey, yeah. it ruins the whole day. Yeah, I think that's a little, that's a bit yeah. much. I don't <laughs> on think Thanksgiving it ruins day. the whole day. No, it James does. is the most ungrateful guy on Thanksgiving Dude, day. I, when yeah. I go to Thanksgiving, it's turkey not to sucks. give thanks for anything, it's to eat. You know and what? So when this I go to eat, turkey and then the, wasn't the moist Thanksgiving to my turkey standards. That I my want. day is ruined. But no, I get what you're saying for sure. Um, but I'm drafting second. Noah's going last because that's how he appeared on the podcast. The last shall be first. So I got to go turkey. Uh, now, like you were saying, provided it's a little bit, you know, it's not dry. Like, I've had, you know, some years it's like a really dry turkey and it's not bad. It's just, you know, you need, you know, you'll, you'll need to compensate with some gravy and, you know, this or that, yeah. but you get, if you get a good turkey, uh, you don't even need gravy. Like it's just, you still throw it on there cause it's Thanksgiving and why wouldn't you? 
but yeah, you don't even need it. Like it's, you know, that's good Turkey. That's good stuff. So I'm taking Turkey, uh, in my, in my first round and, uh, you're in a tough spot here. Noah good pick. No, I, I'm not worried. Don't, don't, I'm, I'm backed up into the corner, but I was ready for this. I was prepared just quick on, I had a Turkey a couple days ago on Wednesday that was smoked for one whole day. And I've never in my life had a juicier, more flavor, more flavorful Turkey ever. So That's if you've got a smoker stuff. and you've got a day, give it a shot. A smoker and a day. Okay. Put them together. All right. For my first face on Mount Rushmore of Thanksgiving foods, I will pick stuffing. It's okay. a classic. And yeah. I can never get enough of it. I'll, I'll combo stuffing with everything on my plate. It's just a great – It's a good. it's such a good side dish, it almost becomes a main dish to me. That's – I, I can't disrespect that at I all. Love, so I love we, stuffing. We are going to uh, snake draft this. Yeah, so. snake draft. So Noah, you get another yeah. one. Noah, you get wow. another one. Oh my gosh, I wasn't ready for this. Um, Thanksgiving Day. I'm. I feel like the natural the natural pick for me right now. The number one seed in the draft is probably mashed potatoes. But personally, I'm not really a big mashed potato guy. So, so are you taking mashed potatoes? No, I will. Saying? I won't. I, I I'll leave mashed potatoes on the table. I will probably pick like corn on the cob. I like a good corn on the cob with some butter at Thanksgiving. Yeah, I don't. I don't know that I've ever. I don't know if I've ever corn had corn on the, on the cob, cob on Thanksgiving. Really? Yeah. I mean, I've it's not like, like it's not like super traditional, but it's it's like it's a thing. I think <laughs> it's a thing for okay, me. I don't know. We might have to. We might have to see the feedback on that. I don't. I don't know, but I'll let it slide because this. With some, once we get to our last couple, this is going to be tough. But with some modification, as I come up with my my next picks, we're just doing. Are we doing Thanksgiving foods only, or just things on Thanksgiving Day? Like food no, and this drink. This is foods. This is food. Yeah, food. Food. Okay. food. Food. I just wasn't sure if I could say like sitting on the couch and watching. No Thanksgiving football. No, this is food. This is this is not an easy Thanks. exercise. Once or how do you my, put, my uncle and grandpa yelling at each other? How do you put that on a mountain? Yeah, come on. Uh, okay, so I'm going next. I, I'm i between a few because I don't want to let either of these slide and not end up on my list. But I have to go mashed potatoes because between these couple that I'm uh, juggling right here, if I had to pick one of them, it's going to be the mashed potatoes. So I'm not, I'm not going to say what my other one I was between was, I, I but might, I, I might take it. I'm taking mashed potatoes off the, um, you know, that's off the board. That is on my plate right now. So I've got turkey and I've got mashed potatoes. Wow. Uh, Nick's really, Nick's, Nick's Mount Rushmore is pretty strong right now. It is. Uh, I'm going to follow Nick's mashed potatoes with probably the greatest Thanksgiving Day side. The green bean casserole. Ah, there it is. French onions on the top. Yes. Yes. That's, yep. You knew it. That's the other one I was. Yep. I didn't know which yep, one I wanted to let slide. So good. Um, you know, if I had to choose, there if there's two scoops of potatoes or two scoops of the green bean casserole left, I'm taking the green bean casserole. Uh, man, that's a, that's so that's bold so for good. sure. So good. Okay, so um, I've got two. All right, I think my, I think I'll be able to round, round this out. My third round. I had to take a little drink there. My third round. Uh, you know, again, I'm not going me personally here. I'm just going better Thanksgiving staple. 
because uh, me personally, this isn't my favorite. But I mean, you're we're building our own Thanksgiving plates yeah. here, so I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. So I'm gonna if it's, I'm if gonna it's go. Not... I'm gonna go apple pie or no 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 pumpkin pie with some whipped cream on top. Okay. Well, yeah, pumpkin pie I, for dessert. All right, I I can only respect that. So, no. man. Uh... Okay, man. There's a few things I wanna I wanna go with here. You know what? I have to do just like a hot, like steaming right out of the oven dinner roll. No, that was my pick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you stick some stick some butter on that bad boy, and uh, yeah. Oh, I mean, I could eat I could eat my dinner and dinner rolls really on Thanksgiving. There's those are so good. So I've got my turkey, I've got my starch, and I've got some more I carbs. Think- but it's I think I've got a fourth. So. I got the last pick, but I think I have the last pick that could win this entire draft. Okay. And I don't think it'll be taken. We will see. We will see. Gosh, so you, I was, you've got you've got both of your last two picks right here. No, no, I know, I know, and I was ready with I was ready with pumpkin pie and dinner rolls. I was like, one of those will slip through the cracks, but they didn't. Um. Yes, dude. What else do you eat for Thanksgiving? I don't know I mean, if I want to help other... you out here. We've yeah. literally named my dream Thanksgiving dinner. Are you a um, cranberries guy? Oh, no. I forgot about cranberries, dude. No, no, no. You um, still got a pick left, James. I know, but I've got a better pick that I think will go over cranberries. I'm going to need to use my uh, cheats. I'm going to need to use a phone a friend cheat. Ask the audience cheat. How hard is this? And now it doesn't have to be like this is this is your Thanksgiving meal. I, I'm going to, you know, it can be throughout the day. Sure. Sure, sure, sure. So. Um, or any drink. If, if I'll do. Yeah, I'll do a pick. I'll do a pick for number three. I'll do. I will pick. A boat of gravy. Okay. Okay. I don't think we talked. I don't think we mentioned gravy yet. So, so kind of a side, but I'm gonna let that def- slide. It yeah. definitely boosts the value of of a lot of the things you eat on Thanksgiving. Yeah. Um, a couple yeah. bonus points. Um, and then for my fourth pick, I will pick any sort of sparkling fruit beverage, like Welch's sparkling grape or sparkling apple. Okay, interesting. Phenomenal. It's a phenomenal question. Is this, I know this is a little bit controversial. This isn't my pick, but uh, um, like mac and cheese is is mac and cheese a Thanksgiving food or it's not? Not. It's not going on my Thanksgiving plate. I, oh I'm yeah, also, you hate cheese. I forgot about that. It, intriguing. He, Noah. Noah gross. takes no dirt for his his Thanksgiving. Yeah, well, I I eat probably half of my calories in pumpkin pie, so it was really uh, a soul crusher to have that one. Yeah, that was one I knew I needed. I know. Yeah, just so tough. All right, so I've got I, one I, left. I almost picked it second just to lock it in. I should have really, but yeah, and you got did your you dinner have, rolls. Did you also so pick a protein. Tough. I don't think you. You live and you learn. Well, I you mean, I mean, hey, what's a third protein to be? I've got stuffing though. Prime rib. 
Prime, I've never had prime rib on Thanksgiving. Oh, I I want to go to your house, Jake. Thanksgiving. Some so, tender so, points. So steak. Noah's Noah's plate is uh, stuffing. Stuffing. And uh, corn. Corn. Stuffing. stuffing. Corn on the cob. <laughs> on the cob. Yeah, on the cob. Gravy. Gravy. A of gravy. And a, and some sparkling grape juice on the side. What do you oh, What do you use that gravy for? What do you use that gravy fire, for? On that that's fire, guys. Yeah, that do you, have, like you, don't, you, don't, you don't have turkey or potatoes to put the gravy I'll, on. I'll put it on my stuffing. <laughs> I don't care. Okay, all right. That's, that's all right. Okay. All right, Nick. A little, a little juice in there. Okay, my last. I gotta go with the. Uh, you ever had like the brown sugar sweet potatoes? Yeah. That. Brown like sugar and like with the, with the marshmallows, marshmallows on top. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I, I, that, I hate those. I hate those. So. No, you you are wrong. Those are the good. only the only way I will eat sweet potatoes is sweet potato fries, or if they're uh, mm. you know uh, baked correctly. Uh, no, I I think that's it. Yeah, it's like they're just sweet enough to be like dessert. Oh yeah, that's I I think now I I might get some hate for this, but I think that's better than pumpkin pie. Hey. Yikes! So you know we can we can. Yikes. Throw pole, so we can I've got I've got some turkey, I've got some mashed potatoes, I've got a dinner roll, and I've got some sweet potatoes. I mean, I can't complain about that that's, roster at all. That's pretty solid. That's pretty solid. Yeah, that's that's pretty solid roster. Um, I got some options here with the last pick. Uh, you guys did leave me cranberry sauce, and I'm a huge cranberry sauce guy. Uh, I'm just a huge cranberry guy, if you can't tell. Cranberry flavored water. Flavored water? Um, that's not even cranberry yeah. juice, dude. Yeah, that's cranberry flavored water. Uh, but I'm going to forego the cranberries. I'm going to go Pillsbury Crescent Rolls. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. Those that's, are fire. Uh, you yeah. Know, They're so good. Dinner, dinner rolls are good. Crescent rolls are good. You know, when you took dinner rolls, it reminded me of the crescent rolls. Um, you know, I think, I think I just built a pretty sturdy plate there. You've got ham, you've got, got a crescent roll, you've got pumpkin pie, and what's your oh my green gosh, bean the green casserole. Bean. Yeah, that's uh that might be the winner right I there. I don't I don't know if Noah just is horrible at picking or if he, if he got shafted by the I got his draft shafted. order. But but dude, that <laughs> is a tough plate. You guys got the two meats. You could have picked prime rib. That's not a Thanksgiving meat. It could be, dude. Even 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 not having a meat, I think I still could have built a better a better plate. I don't know. Here. That's that's tough, but whatever. I think, it, it, I think the stuffing brings me back at least a decent the amount. Stuff, the stuffing is a staple. I'm not worried. I'm not worried. Just put a little turkey turkey chunks in my stuffing and call no, it. No, you can't have dish. turkey chunks in your stuffing because well, Nick's got the turkey. If you would have been on time to the podcast, you could have had the turkey. I was on time. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, you're on Noah time. Yeah. So the, world doesn't, that, go, the world doesn't yeah. go by Noah time. Yeah, it does. Should. <laughs> Eastern time. NT. Okay. Uh, yeah, so going to have, obviously, some great food on Thanksgiving. I'm going to be up in the cities uh, at my brother's house. So Wait, no way. Yeah. Oh, for Thanksgiving, though. My bad. For Thanksgiving. Hey, I'm going to be in the cities on Thanksgiving, too. Yep. Guys, yeah, come on for Christmas. We're, 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 gonna, we're all going to be up there uh, watching the Vikings game at my brother's house, so hopefully uh, hopefully we'll see you. you got to bring some big sign that says I'm, something ridiculous. I'm going to bring a huge sign that's just going to say, follow at the bogey train. Yes. <laughs> you should, actually. No, you gotta, you got to have a huge sign that says something ridiculous, so then 
like the camera will look at you. And then as soon as you notice on the flip it over, flip it over <laughs> and it's just like, listen to the bogey train, follow at the bogey train pod. That, that would be the ultimate advertisement marketing, baby. Yep. That's good. Live on national television on Thanksgiving day. I know we'd probably pick up like one listener, so it'd be worth it. Hey, how's our guy from Belgium doing? He's still been listening. Uh, let me check. I hope we still had him in here. He's one of my favorites. What do they uh, speak? Do they speak German in Belgium? He 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 sponsors us on Patreon, actually. <laughs> I don't have a Patreon, so they speak French, Dutch, and German. So, so if you see a Patreon for the bogey train, don't <laughs> don't, <laughs> don't subscribe. Yeah, yeah, true. Don't give anyone money. <laughs> so for I, my for my Belgian listener, I do just have to say, yeah, uh, he's got. Uh, our, we've got nine nine downloads from Belgium, so you know that's. Do you think he speaks English? I'm, I'm just gonna say Ich bin ein Berliner. <laughs> Doesn't what? Isn't that something about like a jelly donut? Yeah, so JFK when he gave a speech in Berlin, he said Ich bin ein Berliner, and it translates to I am a jelly filled donut. <laughs> Are you sure they speak German there? Yeah, they speak uh, yeah. French, Dutch, and German, it says. Okay. I'm sure right. it depends on which part of Belgium you're in. Like, if you're closer to the German border, I'm sure you speak German. If you're closer to the French border, I'm sure you speak French. If you're closer to the Netherlands, you probably speak Dutch. Netherlandian. Yeah, definitely uh, something I, I didn't expect we were going to be talking about. On this they episode, do have so. some fire waffles over there. And chocolate. <laughs> So true. shout out to Belgium for everything That's they bring true. to the world. True. Yep. And Thomas Peters. So, <laughs> and Thomas Dietrich. Maybe it's, maybe that's who's listening to our pod. Most likely. Okay. So continuing with the Thanksgiving theme, we're just going to, there's no set amount or whatever, but list things we're thankful for in golf. So it's, it's similar to the spooky season, but oh, it's almost, yep. it's almost the opposite. So I'll, right. I'll, I'll get it started with an example. So this is, you hit a putt and then you're just like, okay, I hit an awful putt and you just start walking cause you know, you missed it, but it turns out you completely misread it and it still goes in. Oh. So then it looks like you just walked it in. So I'm, yeah. I'm gonna, that's going to be number one on thankful uh, for those. Yeah. So that's our, that's our, that's our first thank you note. Thank you to the putt that yeah. you were certain you missed, but you misread it so bad that it still went in. The best. I am I am uh I'm thankful for the cart girl. <laughs> you know, True. You got, you got, a, you got a bad round if you got a bad round going and you see that beer that beverage cart come around the corner and she stops, you know that you know thing spirits are ahead. Uh you know the that she's, she's gonna deliver deliver you the goods that you need um to get you through whatever terrible round you're playing. That's fair. That's fair. Shout out. I'm thankful for on dewy mornings when you can like kind of see the water droplets on the green and you're like the sixth or seventh group out and you can see everyone's putts in front of you. Yeah. It's so like, you don't have to read the green. You just get like, if your ball, your yeah. Hair. If your ball ends up on the right spot, you got yeah. a putt preview and a tiger. Exactly. Vision. Yeah, exactly. Tiger vision. I'm so thankful for wet dewy greens like that. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, I'm going to say 
So that so you're hitting driver off the tee, and it was just an awful swing. You were probably like eight degrees out to in. Should be a big slice, but you happen to catch it on the toe. Gear effect takes over and it just goes dead straight. And you just like <laughs> you swing. You know contact was awful and the swing was terrible, but it's just flying dead straight like a frozen rope down the Come, middle of the fairway. Out. You just pick With up no your tee like that's what you tried to do. Yeah, the only yeah, yeah. that's the only way I can hit the golf ball. Exactly. So, gear effect. No, you should know about gear effect, engineer. Yeah, it's just a bunch, just a bunch of torque and radial dispersion, and a little bit of the Magnus effect and the gyration, the gyratioscope on the on the on the Doppler dimple on the nucleus side. It's it's pretty. Oh, I thought the Magnus effect is like a chess move. A pretty, it's pretty advanced stuff. The Mag, the Magnus Carlson effect. I see all I heard when Noah was talking was the, the Charlie Brown parents just the womp 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 womp. Yeah, it's um, pretty bad stuff. I've got a I've got a similar theme going. I'm thankful for a hot dog at the turn. Mm, uh, there's no yep. better there's no better turn food than a hot dog. You know, if they have salted nut rolls, Nick Nick would agree with this. Salted nut rolls are fire at the turn. Yep. But but for a, a nice quick meal, a hot dog, delicious. You know, I was golfing uh, earlier this year, and I grabbed a hot dog at the turn, and it was like really cold. So that was one of my one of my low points for the year. Well, don't grab the cold one then. Well, they just—it's the one she gave me. The I, I can't really, and everyone else in my group that got one, they said the same thing. So, uh, you know, you definitely look forward to that hot dog, and most well, of the time a, it hits like nothing else. But the, you, that cold you got a cold was, dog. Yeah. So, did she pull it from the fridge or something? I don't know what the deal was, but it was not great. Still finished it though because I was starving. Hit it with a fan right before she served it to you. I don't know what she did. It's gross. <laughs> I'm thankful for the good bounce. If you hit a ball into the trees and it kicks out, you hit a ball, it's like flying towards the water and it bounces back. Yep. Um, just like a borderline bad shot that like gets a really good kick. It keeps you around going. Mm. Just a little bit of luck. Sometimes. So grateful for that. Let's see. I don't know. So, okay, so you're running a little late for your tea time. Might be like an early morning. You don't have time to hit it. You don't have time to hit any golf balls. And you just go right up to the first tee. First swing, your back probably cracks like eight times. It's like a snap hook, but you've got a partner, you know, that is is all good with a couple of breakfast balls. So uh, a one breakfast, a breakfast one ball. breakfast ball around, and uh, you're just like, yes, thank you. So that first one, that was my warm up swing. I cracked all my joints, and now I'm good to go for the second one. Yeah, for the boys, you gotta love that. Love a good old breakfast ball. Um, I am thankful i don't know how i want to word this because there's like you know like i want to say you you get up get up to your ball and you draw a really bad lie um maybe you're in a divot or you know you're in the rough and you're in a thick patch of rough but either you're playing lift clean in place or uh there's a sprinkler head right in your backswing or right in your stance you know get a little relief Always thankful for that. Just help the lie out a little bit. There you go. That's fair. Or That's some fair. ground under repair, you know, that, that too. You know, just something. 
I'm not, right. thankful. I'm not thankful. One thing we forgot to mention last month on spooky things, golf ball and a divot. That's true. I'm not, I'm not that spooked is, that's out. Spooky. That's spooky. Well, that's because you've never hit a fairway. <laughs> yeah. Well, that sounds like a you problem then. <laughs> All right. You're next. <laughs> um, I'm thankful for when you hit like a high, like an eight or a nine iron, and it's just tracking right at the green, and then boom, goes in the bunker. And you're like, ah, shoot, that's plugged for sure. And then you go up and it like bounced out of the plug mark, but only a couple inches. So you're still like on the upslope with just a really easy bunker shot. And you're like, oh, wow, it's not plugged actually. That feels great. Yeah, hitting, uh, hitting a scoring club right into a greenside bunker feels really good. You know, but hey, I got to give it to you. You know, that's, that's really seeing the silver lining and making the most out of your situation. Because I'd probably yeah. be like, you know, what a horrible shot, Nick. You've hit it in the bunker. But you're like, hey, it's not plugged. That's amazing. You know, so. Uphill slope, that's a great lie. Perspective. Yeah. Uh, I had one in my head, but now I can't remember. Oh, yes. I'm thankful for shop cred. So you, you, you play in events, how, however much you paid to play in the event is relevant, but and then, you know, say you individually or you and your partner have a nice finish and you get a couple hundred bucks in shop cred, and it feels like, oh, geez, I'm going to uh, get a nice little piece of golf equipment or golf apparel for free, even though, I mean, it's not for free because you probably paid one or 200 to play in the tournament, but who cares? It feels like it's free, so... Shop cred from tournaments. That's what I'm going to say sure. I'm thankful for. Shout out. Um, I am thankful for – I just had it in my head. I got to think of it quick. Oh, I'm thankful I, for a nice, you know, a nice long hole. Could be like a long par four or, a, you know, three-shot par five, but straight downwind on a nice gusty day. Mm. Or maybe maybe even a hole, you know – Maybe it's 360, 370, but it's straight downwind, so it's it's virtually drivable that day. Uh, you know, Nick and I, when we played kind of yeah. our last round of the year, there's a hole uh, at the course we play at. It's like four 450 from the tips. We were playing it from a box up, so it was 425. Uh, straight downwind, hit driver, had 50 yards in. And a nice little 50-yard wedge to about uh, three feet tap in birdie to end the day Say you know, less. I'm, I'm always thankful for those just makes makes it so much easier when you get to hit a, a nice little flip wedge rather than a mm. nine iron or an eight iron stay less and stay blessed am i right <laughs> so true i'm thankful for par fives not par threes not par fours par fives whenever you come up to the tee box of a par five you're just like, oh, wow, I might birdie this hole. You're not thinking about, like, bogeying the hole. <laughs> You're thinking That's about birdieing true. the hole. That's true. As opposed to, you know, most par threes and par fours when Noah is on the tee and he's just like, how do I bogey this right here and not know, make it double? Like, it's just damage control at that point. Oh, <laughs> uh, I might be running out of things. Uh I'm just going to say like that once, who, who knows how often it happens, once around, maybe less, 
when you hit a shot literally exactly like you were trying to, and it just comes off and reacts on the, on the ground. Mm. Exactly. Like, like you hit it and it's like, that's literally exactly what I envisioned in my head. Yeah. It's like, that's not very often that that happens. Yeah. I only get like 20, 30 of those around. <laughs> yeah. I, see, that's what I mean. I, uh, I'm thankful you for, eagle, for eagle putts. Ooh, good. You know, just there, there's a couple thought processes here. You know, if you've got a nice, let's say 10, 15 footer for Eagle where you can give it a run or, you know, maybe even just lock up a birdie guaranteed. Um, or if you've, you've got a longer Eagle putt and you're just kind of thinking to yourself like, man, I got this 60 footer, but at least, you know, at worst I'm making par, mm-hmm. you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's not going to, it's not going to hurt the scorecard, uh, making a par. So love, love an Eagle putt. Yeah. But it hurts the, it hurts it your hurts mindset. I don't know. Yeah. I think, I think and this is debatable, but I think three putt pars are kind of cool. Like you made a par while three putting, like yeah, you get a couple, you get two really good shots. You mean to tell me that you made a four that on means. that hole and three of the shots were a putt? Like that's sick. Yeah. I mean, exactly. You see, it's, that's like a flex. I would flex some people with that. Speaking of speaking of that, uh, second thankful is a short par three. You know, all too often courses these days they just they love the long par three where you know it's like two two fifteen, maybe like one ninety five. Like I love just a nice little one fifty one forty yard par three where it's just a nice little wedge. You know, maybe a large green just really gets the mojo going because you know the goal of every golfer is you want to make an ace. You're much more likely to make an ace on a short par three than you are a 220 yard par three. So it's true. That is facts. I can think of like some of some par threes that I've played in my life that like some of the some of the most nervous ones are ones that are short. I can think of one that's like 115, but the green is just very skinny and you have to be super precise with your wedge shot. And it like it drops off like eight feet on both sides. Like that's yeah, I think short par threes are really cool. Yeah, but then at the same time, I think of like a like two blue where we play Nick at Cattail, um, where it's like two twenty, and anywhere you miss, you're just in in jail. Mm. Like if you if you miss right, if you miss right, you a, but you have a straight it, downhill pitch. If you miss left, there's that slope there that is just going to run away. Oh, you're fine if you miss left, and yeah. It's not, yeah, it's basically the length that makes that hole tough. And it, it, it's sort of into the prevailing wind, it seems like. Yeah, always. So it plays like 2.30 half the time. I don't even have a club that goes 2.30. Driver? No, my driver doesn't even go 2.30. <laughs> just gotta, you just got to really get a hold of one. Yeah, get that, maybe down, get that, maybe extra, down. Get that extra run out with the toe strike. That yeah. I mentioned earlier. Really reach back. I don't know. I all right. My for my last thing I'm grateful for is just golfing with the boys. So golf is golfing That's with true. the boys. Yes. I don't even need to just do it, take a trip with the boys, going on the weekend with the boys, playing nine with the boys. I don't care. It doesn't yeah. matter. Uh, a nice boys trip is always mm. always a fun golf experience. You know, you get 
I haven't been on like a really major one, but back in college when we take our spring break trip, you know, you get the whole team together, all 12 guys, you know, you rent out a place and you just you play golf for a week. Yeah, that that's doesn't get much better than that, honestly. We went to northern Minnesota a few years ago. Noah was there. Um, that was pretty sick. Yeah, we do this thing called it's called you tell them now. Tell them what it's called. What, the Eagle Cup? Oh wait, is this what you're talking about? Oh you have it. Why do you have yeah, it? Because I'm a three time winner. I've never lost. No one never lost Johnson. We haven't even done the Eagle Cup three times. What? We've only two done it times. twice. I'm a, I'm a two-time champion. Don't say I. You're on a Still team. never lost. It's yeah, a, my team a, has never don't lost. Act, don't act like you won anything individually. I am 33.3% of that team. So You should only have a third of the trophy then. How did you get to bring percent. it to Georgia? Because we were going to come down and do the Eagle Cup 2022 down oh, here. That's so true. I had, that's it here. I had it ready for us. That's fair. Um, but we didn't. So Yeah, we didn't. Oh, I'm, my, still, I'm still a reigning champion. My last two things I'm thankful for. Sorry to interrupt your, your obsession with the Eagle Cup. Yeah, that's kind of rude. Uh, number one, golf simulators, especially up in South Dakota. Hmm in the winter where you know you're just, you're, yep. you're out for six months thankfully you have a golf simulator you can still get some swings in still get better uh and then lastly in about two weeks when you're watching espn or you're watching cbs and you'll see those those luscious green grasses and the azaleas and the music mm. of augusta national golf club but that's true. You start, seeing, you start seeing those masters commercials, and you're just pumped because you know golf season's coming. You know that the masters is almost there, and you're just you're ready to go. That's true. That's a good one. I don't know if I have anything else that I can think of, and uh, probably don't need to just drag it on any longer. This just in: I'm getting multiple messages saying the thing I'm most thankful for this year is the bogey train. That's us. People are thankful for this. Really? Wow. Yeah. And that's crazy that they're listening live when we're not even streaming. That is true. That's interesting. So, and they must not have even been watching that. They just texted Noah out of, you know, just out of the blue and said that. So that's cool. Just, we've got a really good group of fans that watch this show. So they really love us out there. Yeah, you love that. I'm also thankful for our outro. Uh, did we get any feedback on our outro from last week? It, it was, I heard rumors that it was one of the best we've ever done. And, <laughs> you know, as a podcast, it was probably one of the funniest things. Uh, many people don't know that that was, that was quite unplanned. Um, you know, that, that was not expected. It just all of a sudden we hear that the recording stopped and we just we broke down and had had a good laugh last week after that happened. It was probably probably the best outro we've had as a podcast so far. Yeah, I I don't uh, I think we're going to be uh, in a tough uh, 
situation if it's one of those things where you just try to top it every episode because it's sort of like the Kirk Cousins with the change thing. It's like at, at what point, how much farther can you go? Yeah, like how many <laughs> changes, too many chains. Right, and at what point is it just, okay, like just kind yeah. of uh, – so – you know, I've been uh, wrestling with that a little bit, but I just want to say I, the, the outro to our show, especially last week, that was a that was a good uh, organic moment. But uh, you know, we'll, we'll work on it for uh, going forward, especially in twenty twenty three. We'll get this thing down. No, that'll be our, that's my New Year's <laughs> resolution is to finally uh, finally figure out how we're going to get the outro. <laughs> no, it's that's fun. Where- that's what I'll do when I come up. Actually, I just come down. We can just workshop outro ideas. Instead of like doing anything fun, we can just put some hours in. Seems unnecessary. When all we'll, I have to do is push a button. We'll then, figure something out. And then add the jingle. Add the jingle. You know, the, the, the issue is too, you know, if you're if you're trying to think of an outro and you're just trying too hard, like you just, you might hit the wall. Like you might just, you might just eventually run out of ideas. Uh, you might just get stuck in a bogey train. One might say you might, you could, you could. Was that the cue for me to, uh, stop it? Yeah. I was going to see if you're going to catch up on that. Well, uh, this, this is kind of awkward. That would have been, that would have been pretty cool though. That would have been, that would have been pretty, (laughs) that would have been pretty sick. If we, just, been, if we just segue right into it. Yeah, shoot. Uh, maybe I'll edit that out. I just got stuck in a bogey train. 